welcome back. How Hello. Are we? How are we doing? How are we feeling? Do <laughs> this every time. Every time. So today is an exciting day. Yeah. We have guests again. It's a quick turnaround. <laughs> it'll be uh, it'll it go more seamless this time. I feel. Um, we hope. We hope yeah. my Wi-Fi holds up for us this time. Yeah, I hope so. Um, but today we have on two guests that I'm so excited to have because I feel like their message in life is something that really emulates our podcast and what we do here. So I wanted to give them the space to like talk about like from their perspective. And you know what? The more mental health advocates we have in the world, the better. Um, And people who are using their voices to do good. And I think we both agree, like, if we're going to give anyone a platform, it's going to be people who have, like, something important to say. Yeah. So that's always been something we talked about a lot. So do you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves? Sure. Um, My name is Madeline Pivot. I'm 17 years old. And I have been through a lot with my mental health and I just, I feel like it's just, it's just something I'm very passionate about. So getting to talk to a lot of people and getting to reach a lot of people has been very, very special. And my name is Bella Black. I'm 17 also. And me and Madeline kind of have similar stories, but we both went through it in very different ways. And we went through it together. And I think that's why we both kind of came together and wanted to do this because in times that we were with each other, we both felt so alone and we didn't want other people to feel like they had to go through the same thing by themselves. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. I feel like, especially because you guys, like I'm four years older than you. So like, it's not, it hasn't been that long since I was there and I was struggling and I felt like there wasn't a space as much for me to like connect with someone in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really special that you guys have each other, I feel like, um, which it's obviously not great that you both have to like go through this, but, but it's, it's nice having somebody yes. to go through like really, really dark times with, yeah. um, just so you have another person, you don't feel by yourself. Um, your right. feelings are heard and, um, validated as well. So I feel like it's important yeah. to like, if you are going through some shit, make sure you're going <laughs> yeah. through it with someone that's like, yeah. is able to make sure that you're okay. Well, right, I don't yeah. know if you guys know this, but when you made your first, when you like first started your mental health awareness account, I was one of the first people to follow you because I feel like I'm very picky about the mental health she is. awareness accounts I follow. Like very picky. <laughs> we'll be, we'll be just like chilling, like on a normal day, like after we've recorded something and Jess will be scrolling. She's like, do you see this? No, like this, this isn't. She'll just be like through different pages and stuff. It's really funny. Because I feel like people can really misrepresent the topic with the things that they say and the way that they say them. So I was one of the first people to follow you because I was like, I like what they're saying. I like that they're brave enough to say this at their age because I certainly wasn't. I wasn't either. Um, So do you guys want to talk a little bit about your, like, go ahead and plug your Instagram account. Like, tell us about it. Like, why'd you start it? You know, kind of when like, you started it, yeah. like the whole background, we want to know all of it. Um, so we actually started it. I, I, I have a personal Instagram and I started posting about mental health and maybe like reposting other people's mental health stuff. Um, I tried to become open about it during mental health, like awareness month in May of 2021. Um, And I just kind of wrote like a paragraph on a post of what I'd been through. And I kind of felt like I was becoming distant from people that I hadn't been distant from before. And I felt like I needed to explain myself. And I was just like, you know, like, hey, like this might be you too. And if it is like, it's okay. Okay. Um, And so in September, Bella 
plays volleyball and there there was something that happened between a school uh Bel-Air. yeah you know they're rock behind northwestern yeah Hey guys, you know how we told oh, you no. that we weren't going to have um, a connection Technical issues? difficulties. Here we go. We lied. Do you need my hotspot again? Yeah. Oh, hang on, guys. We'll be right back. Pleasure in Rock High. Wait. You're good. Yeah. Oh. Um, so Northwestern and Rock High are like big rivals, obviously. It's like, you know that. So I played volleyball and the year before I played with my sister and my sister went through some mental stuff and they were very crucial to her through the student section. And so it was already like a super hard place for me to be in. But um, I went anyways and then they did like the same thing to me. So I think that's just what kind of motivated both of us to start the page just because it's not right. And we both were like kind of done and wanted to speak up about it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wait, so when you say, like, they were not, like, can you give me some they were context? Cri- they were crucial. Like, they were critical. Like, what were they saying to you? Yeah, so they definitely, like, came for me um, the most out of anybody. But um, I was actually, I used to struggle with an eating disorder. And, Felt. like, they would they would be in the student section and they would just be like, make sure you throw up after you eat. And stuff what? Like that. that was just, like, not needed. Wow. Yeah, I know. High school kids are shit. Yeah. And it was like, it was a big thing too. Like, people were coming up to my dad after like apologizing and like through the ADs, like it was a big thing. Like, their ID apologized to me and like it was like a really big thing. Wow. <laughs> and they still claim to say they didn't say it, but <laughs> we all heard them. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's almost like, I don't want to say an ig- ignorance is like the wrong word, but for me, like, I feel like. I, that is so surprising to me to hear that people are still being so cruel. I feel like we've moved away from that for I the most feel like part, but I've, that might be me. I feel like in a sense, especially with high school um, and kind of sort of middle school too, too, but definitely high school, I feel like kids have gotten like more terrible. <laughs> like, Do you think? Way, Absolutely. So I was a dance teacher. Um, I taught dance at a studio for about four years. And I was there with girls that were ages four all the way to age 18. And just listening to the things that they would say like that happened at school today or something that such and such said on Twitter or like Instagram or Snapchat. And I'm just like, what? And it's nuts because people have so many different avenues of like hurting people and I guess, like, I feel like kids just feel more empowered and they're just like, yeah, I just yeah. like this. I'm just like, so do you feel better? Like, right. what was the point of you doing that? I feel like it's way worse it's now, a- honestly. Yeah. Yeah. That's awful. So you started the page to kind of, like, take your voice back. Is that the correct way to speak? Yeah. Okay, good. So what was your, like, motivation like, with your individual well, posts? Well, I, I, after that game, I, I wasn't able to make it to the game. So I wasn't there to kind of like be there for her. And that kind of hurt me just because I'm the kind of person where I I, I go out of my way to be nice. But at the same time, it's like, if you're messing with my friends or like someone else's mental health, like that's an issue that I have. And so if I were there, like I probably would have said something to them, but I, I kind of just told Bella, I reached out to her and I was like, Hey, like, you know, they're like, we've been talking a little bit about mental health on our personal accounts. How would you feel about starting an account to like make 
posts about mental health and kind of interact with with people and she agreed to it and we we started it and we had I think like 30 followers and we still try to post just as much as we do now because I think that it's important that like it doesn't matter a following that yeah like you it doesn't matter if you have 20 followers or a million like you're helping at least one person and that's all that matters right and so that was just kind of the motivation was just to like make people like see how important it is to not like be kind and like remember that you're not alone and um and I know that there are people that that were at the game that said some ugly things to Bella I know that that like when we upload this they'll listen to this and you know I know that they look at our page I know that and it's all just you know I don't want to block them out because I feel like when you get to a level that you have to make yourself feel better by putting other people down like you need to look at our page yeah right so yeah. No, yeah. yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. I have two little sisters, and they're a lot younger than me, and they're little um, craps. <laughs> and my mom always used to say to me, she was like, you know, when people are hardest to love is when they need love the most. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that was a piece of advice that always stuck with me because I remember being a senior in high school, and I feel like I just had to hide it really well. And then there was always those people that – you could tell we're judging you for the way that you were choosing to like try and get through it. You know, mm-hmm. when you have to say like, if you're going to therapy and you have to be like, oh, I'm going to a doctor's appointment once a week. And instead of being gracious, they have to be like, well, what the fuck doctor do you go to every single week? And they try, like, what's and, wrong with you? Right. And they try and like dig you out basically. Like to me, I have always had a lot of pity for those people because if I'm taking steps to like, bettering myself yeah better myself and that's not good enough for you then like what's wrong in your life that's always kind of like what's stuck out to me um but I really like commend you both because that is that's brave because people freaking suck in high school (laughs) like they're the worst and you're right they they probably will click on your pages and listen to this and sit there and do their thing and whatever but like you have the power because you have the voice and all of this Mm -hmm. they're saying something to you but you're saying something to ten thousand people exactly so i feel like that that's massive like really like you should you guys should both be proud of yourselves for that Mm -hmm. but i wanted to ask as well like when when did these like kind of like mental health like when did you start to feel like oh something doesn't feel right like something doesn't feel normal Um, I think for me, I was, it started kind of like my freshman year of high school and I I took a medication for, and it was kind of anxiety. Like I had a panic attack in school, in class one day and I didn't know what was happening to me and I'd never had one before. Um, and so I, I kept having them and so I got medicated and I only took the medication for about three months and then it just kind of went away. Um, and then after I was fine, like all through COVID and I got my driver's license and I was just kind of like doing my own thing and I was working all summer. And then one day in August of like 2020, I was, I was just driving and just randomly had a panic attack out of nowhere. Um, and it just, it just stuck. Like it was like something that I couldn't control. It was something that wasn't going to go away by itself. And I, I kind of like tried to, deal with it on my own and be like, okay, like, let's see where this goes. Let's see if this is going to be something that I need to really focus my attention on, or is this something that can be resolved by itself? And it got to a point where it was like, I wasn't going places anymore because I felt anxious just to leave the house. And so I told my mom and like my dad, and they were very understanding, which I'm thankful for. And like, I kind of, I went and saw a therapist and I, I went and, um, got medicated and I tried 
like almost like four different medications just to find the right one. Um, so, I mean, it was hard and it was definitely like junior year too, with like, you know, not being able to feel like you can't go to school and like your friends, like you don't want to hang out with your friends. Like it was definitely hard and it took a lot of adjusting. Um, but it was very obvious and it wasn't, it was so obvious that it like, wasn't something that I could hide from like my parents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would just say for me, I've always been a worrier. Um, but I think when it really got noticeable, I was in like middle school, I would say, and I was just super OCD. Like I had to have my books stacked a certain way. I was always worrying about something. So I actually got medicated. Um, and I got a slid on that. And then freshman year of high school, I was like, it's fine. Like I don't need it anymore. I got off of it. Um, I would say like second semester of freshman year, kind of maybe this summer going to sophomore year is when my sister really started struggling and like me and my sister are like best friends. So like that took a toll on me as well. Um, so like I, I had, I have like really bad anxiety obviously from that. Um, so I'm now like remedicated and I have, I'll have like depressive episodes. Um, but I would say really now for me, since I've like been dealing with a lot of physical health problems, um, is just dealing with that when, dealing with mental health when it's not just like your brain kind yeah, of that yeah, like makes yeah. sense in a sort of way um and i like my life has completely changed this year kind of with everything that's happened um i've lost like all my friends from it um yeah and different things like that and i just think that part of the instagram like it helps us too like we do it for ourselves and it it motivates us and our main message is like we're like we're going through it together like we don't have it figured out um yeah but yeah I started seeing a therapist I'm still in therapy I'm medicated and you know yeah and we're here we're here (laughs) we're just here no I think that's really cool of you guys to say like listen nobody has it figured out like yeah we don't have it figured out at all like it's just about what you can do for someone else today Mm -hmm. and then you worry about tomorrow tomorrow exactly Um, exactly it's one day at a time yeah it's hard. It's really, really hard. I know that you've had your things that you've dealt with. Obviously, I've had my things I've dealt with. And I think we can agree, like, on this podcast, like, we say that all the time. We're like, um, we're giving you this advice. Are we perfect? No. No. <laughs> but but I, I follow the advice. At least I tried to. I take yeah. your advice. You take mine. Yeah. Um, and I right. think making that community is so, so, so important. It is. Um, how did you – so I feel like for me – my parents were also wonderful. Um, how would okay. you say your parents like were when you spoke to them about like mental health and like? My parents were fantastic. Um, whenever I spoke to them about mental health, um, both my parents um, were in the military. They're both retired, but they both um, suffer from PTSD, and my mom also suffers from like other medical things and other mental health things. Um, so they, because you always have those parents that are just like mental health isn't real like everything's fine it's just your hormones your puberty whatever it's not like it's literally not that and so I didn't have those kinds of parents and I'm really grateful that I did not um because they took they took my mental health and my sister's mental health as well because I have three two sisters I grew up with two sisters but I have three sisters and they took all of our like health very serious especially in like the teenage years because a lot can happen in those teenage years and a lot did happen in my teenage years like um and past podcast 
podcast episodes, I talked about the fact that I struggled with an eating disorder in high school. So I totally understand where you're coming from. And I, I get that. It's really, really, really rough. Um, and so dealing with that, I lost two friends in high school um, to mental health concerns, which then worsened mine. So like high school was a diaspora of things for me. It's the worst it in was, general. It was a lot. Yeah. Like high school, I feel like is always a lot because you're growing, people around you are growing, your brain is developing, like shit is happening, chemicals are working and you just have to kind of like, like hold on, hold, hold on real yeah. tight and yeah. just kind of like deal with all of the bumps that come along with it. Yeah. Um, but having friends or having like a single friend, like even if you do lose friends, like those friends just weren't meant for you to have. Like they were, those friends were just not in your corner. They're probably never going to be in your corner. Um, so having someone who is meeting you where you're at is um, really, really important to have, especially yeah. in high school, I feel. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Sure. Um, I, so like, I know that for a lot of people who listen to our podcast and follow us on Instagram, like they all have expressed to us that like our mental health episodes, like really speak to them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like no matter who you are or where you are, like having that conversation with your loved ones being like, Hey, like this is something I'm dealing with. If I do A through Z, like that's why I'm working on this. Could you support me this way? Can be really tricky. Mm-hmm. And so I know for you guys, like you, you know, when you're in high school and you're living with your parents, like you're in such close quarters with your loved ones. You know, like Ali and I can go a week without seeing each other. You all don't have that like ability to like separate yourself. So how what advice do you have for people who want to have that conversation with their loved ones, but like don't know how and how do you accept what they say versus what they don't say? I I would say for me, my parents were very supportive too. Um, but the initial part for me was just saying it, how to say it. I didn't want to say it wrong. I didn't want them to be worried. Um, so I would just say for me, I, I mean, you just really have to, you just tell them in the best way that you can. You kind of tell them what you're struggling with um, and how the reason why you're telling them, because it can be whether you're starting to feel out of control, it's starting to affect your daily life, it's starting to affect more things than you want it to. Yeah. And I would, for people who don't like have those super supportive parents, there are always like doctors that you can reach out to. Like I know for me, I was not super open about my eating disorder at first. Um, but my pediatrician, like I opened up to him about it and I, so I feel like there's always a way to get help. Um, but you have to be willing to find it. For sure. And I, we have a lot of people, we've had a couple of people DM us before on our mental health account. And, you know, uh, they, they say like, oh, like I try to tell my parents and they don't get it or they don't understand. And I, the main thing that like, I, I actually had a guy like DM us back and tell us that like he started writing in his journal about like how he was feeling and what he was going through. And then he gave his journal to his mom to read so that she would better understand kind of the way that he's writing it, the way that he's like thinking it as he's putting it on the paper. And so I, I told, I think that that's actually like a good thing. I think that if your parents, you know, if someone was struggling, didn't know how to express it, maybe like, I know it can be hard to have a conversation with someone about something that you're struggling with face to face, 
and sometimes even on the phone too it's like we we don't want to say it like we don't want to come out and be like I'm For struggling sure. with this right. and so I think uh, you know we we've done like journaling lives before and stuff because I think journaling is a good way to like kind of express your emotions and get your feelings out and I think that it, it's like someone who is you know scared to tell someone or doesn't know how to would benefit maybe from just sitting down and just putting it on paper and trying to just write it in the best way that they like can and know how to explain it so that maybe the person that they're trying to reach can better understand it. Right. And along with what she said, I, one of the main things when you first start struggling with mental health is accepting it and like in your brain, knowing that you have it and admitting that you are struggling and like, it is okay not to be okay. Um, because everyone goes to that. It's the denial. It's the upset. No, no, no. Like, I, I don't have anxiety. I'm just stressed. Yeah. And, you know, there is a difference. And I think the difference is when you, when you, it gets out of your control. And with journaling, I feel like writing it down is so much easier. And you can give it to your parents as a way of saying, this is me, like, call, my call for help from you. Right. But right. I'm not ready to say it out loud. Mm-hmm. But this is, this is the way I'm approaching it. Yeah. In that standpoint. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense to me in terms of like the writing it down because I do feel like it can be really hard to verbalize your daily thoughts. Yeah. Like it's not or like your one, daily struggles. Yeah, like it's not like you have like one thought that you're like I feel anxious. Like it's like no in this situation like like you were saying mm-hmm. when I'm driving, I for some reason something just goes crazy and I don't know what's happening. Right. Um right. But I also, like, I think it is so, so important, like, as loved ones of people who struggle that instead of, we don't want to, like, I have always been an advocate for not enabling people. Like, I want them to get help. On their own. Yeah. Whenever they're ready to And do help it. them get resources that they need to get help. And I feel like it's always been, like, for me, like, you don't always have to feel this way. Like, you will not always feel this way. Because yeah. I think it is easy to get in that hole of, like, is this my brain is this me like is this who I was meant to be is this is something wrong with me right and I feel like that can be tricky as well because it I I've been there like I know that in those moments you're like this is just my life like this is always (laughs) who I'm gonna be this is always how I'm gonna feel my dramatic ass I was just like oh no me too I I was sad I remember sad girl hours I remember when I was supposed to be doing like classwork I was a big writer back then and I would just write like how I was feeling and it was such a hard thing now for me to look back on because I would take pictures of them because I, I think I knew one day I'd want to look at this again. Exactly. And yeah. I feel like the writing of it is so therapeutic because it just allows you to like not live in your head. It's like word vomit. Just get it all out. Yeah, but you don't have to talk to anyone. Yeah. Like you can talk to yourself, really. Silent thoughts. Yeah. Does Do you guys journal a lot? Like is that something that helps you? Yeah, I like if I – I feel like it's like some days, you know, you can go through the day and like not feel anything. And then like another day, it just feels like it's hard to just get out of bed. And so – on days where or even like in moments on a good day or if it's like a a day where I just feel like I'm struggling like if I if I have a lot on my mind I try to like grab a journal and just write it because Mm -hmm. I'm I think and it's like people it's kind of like people ask a lot of people you know like why do you always take pictures of yourself like when you're crying and it's like it's like I want to look back on that moment and realize how far I've come since I wrote that down and so I think that 
like looking back in my journal from like in 2020 when I was like really struggling and like this time last year when it was just really hard it's just kind of like makes me feel better that like okay like I might be not like doing my best right now but I'm a lot better than I was then Mm-hmm. And I think that that's like important too. And I think it just, it's just, it, like you said, it's very therapeutic to just let it out and not have to say anything. Yeah. Right. And I feel like a lot of times with me and Madeline, like we find ourselves journaling to each other. Yeah. And I think it's also really important like to find your person like that because I mean, I tell Madeline that every, everything that happens in my life. So we journal to each other, like the good and the bad. Right. So, and that's what journaling should be. It shouldn't just be focused on the bad. Like, if you had a really great day today, write down what made it great. Right. Like, did someone, did someone give you a hug? Did you yeah. just, did you just feel great that day? Mm-hmm. Did you, were you in a good mood? Did you get a lot of sleep? And I think looking back and writing down those happy days, like Madeline was saying, the almost like progress pictures, mm-hmm. um, it gives you like a light. So like, let's say that you're in a super dark tunnel and you just go back to those pages and you're like, okay, like this isn't forever. Like pain is temporary. Like I will, I will get back to this. Right. right. And I just think that for me, that's like the biggest thing for journaling. Um, Cause I found myself a lot of times like looking back and seeing I was in a good headspace then like I can, I can get there again. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. I agree. That's so good. I love that. Like that makes me Jessica so happy. Jessica has so many feelings. I do. You Wait. poked your lip out, and I was just like, I "Oh my god!" Wait, what are your today. astrology signs? I'm asking for Aaliyah. Yes. I'm a Taurus. I'm a Libra. Oh. When's your birthday? Me or her? Both. Both. Mine's May 10th. Mine's October 10th. My little sister's birthday is October 10th. That's love Kelsey's that for birthday. you. Kelsey, what the hell? Um, but my birthday, <laughs> my birthday crazy. is May fourth. I'm also a Taurus. I don't know. Astrology is super important to me. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think no, it says Aaliyah a lot about. It. I think it says a lot about people's just like personalities and just like how they are inside and out. Um, well, when you said the thing about me having saying. feelings, I'm a just cancer. Has, yeah, she's a cancer. And so I was like, oh, like I know you want to ask. Well. <laughs> she but, has so many feelings. No, I wanna. I wanna ask how you built this friendship because I feel like for a lot of people um, having a friend like this that is able and willing to receive but also give the exact it's rare. same it's rare it's like, very rare this is rare especially stuff. at such a young age rare. yes yeah. and no can you give some context like how are how did you get here like explain this to someone who may not like have a friend like this or wants to have a friend like this well, it started in art class, yeah, <laughs> actually. Um, yeah, so it was, it was weird. Like, it was like I was supposed to be in a different class and got transferred to the art class that she was in. And I was a sophomore and she was a freshman. And we just we just kind of, like, started talking and, like, became friends, like, instantly, which was weird. I mean, it wasn't weird. It was just like, oh, my gosh, how do I yeah. feel like I know you so well? Right. right. Um, and then I was – I was taking anxiety meds at the time. It was like the beginning of the year and they kind of like made me shaky and it was first block that we had together. So it was like, I would always go in and, and Bella would, would be like, you know, see me kind of like, Ooh, like this makes me feel uneasy. I don't like the way it makes me feel. And I knew that she kind of like had experiences with like her sister and like some, you know, some of her like experiences with anxiety. So we would talk about that. And then, when it just got like really bad. I feel like Bella, we went through it together. Yeah. So we, I feel like 
going through it together gave us a lot more of a stronger bond than just talking about it in the past like what you've gone through like we've sat through like we've both been on the bathroom floor crying yeah yeah it's been like one of those where it's like some real shit being on the bathroom floor and crying (laughs) with your friends that is real shit it really is you don't just replicate the bathroom floor (laughs) it's always the freaking bathroom floor (laughs) like why why does every because the bathroom is like such a vulnerable place i feel like you go there and you're just like by yourself and then if you're crying on the floor with somebody you're just like no you know what's the worst is crying in the shower when you're crying in the shower (laughs) because there's already so much water the pain the actual pain because you'll just be sitting on the ground like damn am i really (laughs) crying on this bathroom floor and then laugh at myself later oh that's happened so many times and now you can look back and be like Girl, now I love my showers, you know, like, (laughs) that's cool. I love that you said too. like, you take those pictures, because I hear that all the time, like, from like on TikTok, whatever, like, why do you take pictures of when you're crying, like must be doing it for attention. I love that you said that It means a lot for a lot of people. Like, it means a lot, like, to to see how far you've come. That makes a lot of sense to me. To be fair, like, I feel like with my writing thing, like that makes sense to me. Like, so I'm glad that you said that, because I feel like a lot of people have like a weird thing and like it's really none of anyone's business to I, be honest. and I honestly think that people have we're venturing off we're gonna get back to hold on let me get this thought out I feel like a lot of people have problems whenever it comes to like people expressing themselves especially through social media like why are you, why are you recording yourself crying right. I think it's because people have a really hard time like embracing emotions and understanding their own emotions and then having to understand other people's emotions because we live in a generation and we live in an age where quite frankly people just don't give a damn about each other like people just don't care i don't think that's 100 percent true i think it's very true i had this conversation last night actually at dinner with bria and victoria and ashley because and victoria said it herself like we live in an age where most people on a day-to-day basis if it has nothing to do with them or if it does not affect them in any way shape or form they simply don't care and i think it gets it that it becomes more prevalent for me to see on a day-to-day basis with in in certain areas and i think that's why it's so easy for people to be so critical and to be so harsh because what you're going through has nothing to do with their life it's never going to affect them in their life and they also think that it can never happen to them so it's easier for them to be like boo cry me a river tomato 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 and then move on with their day and you still feel to and you still feel terrible so i think i think it's a little bit of like people being afraid and people also just not really caring about what other people are going through on a day-to-day basis um that makes it what happened this year with my friends like that's how it happened Mm -hmm. like i have i have like progress reports of everything that i went through with my health and i would like make a tiktok or something and my friends would be like walking behind my back and like oh like she just wants attention but in reality like like that's that's why we none of them i'm fine with them but that's why we're not like close anymore yeah um and i just i hate that because i mean it's not that you're taking pictures and all this stuff like you're asking people to understand or have sympathy for you but that's like a way of it can be a way of coping it can Mm -hmm. be a way of reaching out for help it can be a way of connecting with other people like i can't even tell y'all how many people i've met off the internet that have like struggled with the same health problems i have that have genuinely helped me so much Mm -hmm. yeah i 
I agree with everything that you said. I feel like for me, what I notice is more like, it's like a, it's like a split. You have very, I feel like differing types of people. Like you do have the people that do that. And they're like, well, because I don't understand, um, I don't care. But I feel like then you also have this massive community that has been forming, I would say like the last couple years of people who care a lot, like more than, than anyone has in the past. Of course you always have those people that care. 50 50 I really do yeah. I feel like you have 50% of people who are trying to get there or not trying but they will eventually I think and then you have right. 50% who are like no like I get to say what I want to say because it's my life and it's my voice which mm-hmm. I love because I agree like those social media things like if you're if you want to tell your story you have every right to do that absolutely and I exactly. think exactly. you shouldn't be ashamed of the things that you have I've dealt with through. Because, like, you guys can't, like, y'all were just like, let's make an Instagram account to take back our voice. And now you have this entire community of people that's like, no, we agree. Like, we're here to take back our voice, too. Mm -hmm. Because so often I think it gets taken away from us. Um, But I did want to say, like, so when it comes to the, to, like, your message, like, where do you want this to go? Like, tell us. Like, where are we going? Where are we taking the Instagram? Honestly, we it's happened so fast. No, I mean it's insane. Like we we posted, I posted something that it was my own words. Um, I I wrote it out and I posted it to my Instagram story, and I was like, you know what? I think I want to post this on the mental health account. I think it might be beneficial for some people. And it was just kind of talking about the importance of suicide, and you know how many suicide, like how many there already were like this year and stuff and it got around like 80,000 likes and Bella and I were shocked and blown away (laughs) but at the same time it was like the amount of love and support that we got from people that we didn't even know it was like our DMs were just like thank you for this like thank you for being here and doing this we appreciate it and it was just like it it literally is it's just an amazing feeling to just be able to like know that you're helping someone and it's like when you've dealt with mental health and when you felt in, like alone and just really just gone through it and not really had anyone, it really just feels good to, to be able to know that people won't yeah. feel like you did. For sure. And yeah. it, it's just been so amazing. But I, I honestly have no idea. Like, I think that we're just kind of like, <laughs> we, gonna I, would, see... I would say the way we can word it now is we kind of just want to kill the stereotype of it. It it shouldn't be something that you open and talk about. Right. Yeah. Um, we want to make people feel like they're safe too. And like running the Instagram account, like it hasn't been easy for us. Like some of the stuff that we post, like it touches us and like being vulnerable, that vulnerable on the internet to that many people is, it's not always easy, um, but we both love to do it. And when we get the DMs, I just like that. I'm like, thank you so much for this. Like that, like those mean the world to us because it's not always easy. And like we say all the time, like we're still going through it. We don't have it figured out. Like we're right here with you in this battle. Yeah. Um, I would just say, like, I mean, I hope we can reach as many people as possible just because we have a passion for helping people. Um, but that just to normalize it. Yeah. And I'm glad that she talked about being vulnerable because I've seen a lot of like, like people on TikTok that like advocate for mental health and people are like, you know, like, why do you talk about this stuff? And it's like, I don't think people understand, like, we live like obviously you guys know like we live in a small town and like people kind people of like, talk. People, people kind talk. of like know like everyone kind of knows everyone and it's yeah. like one of those things where it's just like you know it it was it was kind of hard to open the door for people that like don't know us but like know who we are to kind of 
talked down upon us because of like what we've gone through and like judge us because they don't get it and I also think that this society has like like made like our society I feel like has made it like you know people look down upon people who have mental health issues but yeah. they mourn suicide and it's like that's something that we want to change it's like you shouldn't put someone down for having mental health issues and then you are like sad that they they like couldn't take it anymore and so that's just something that is just really like you really have no clue what people are going through no yeah yeah like you really don't and like i know like this is like such a cliche saying and like like kill them with kindness like i think that like might be one of the like best things that like someone's ever told me yeah yeah especially now and when i was like younger i would make jokes like oh just kill kill them with kindness or like my mom would tell me that i'm like that doesn't work but if a person's, like, to the point where they're degrading you, they're obviously going through something themselves. Mm-hmm. It's like I said earlier, that's why we don't block people. That's why we're open to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I have sympathy for them. Like, a part of me has sympathy for them as well. Because yeah. I'm, like, like, you're going through something, too. So I'm not going to – I'm not going to stoop down to your level. Right. Like, yeah. Because in my head, whenever people are being rude like that, I'm just, and it's not even to be funny, but whenever people say mean things like to me or about me, I'm just like, oh, like you're really uh-huh. going through, like, yeah. you're really going through something. And I'm not saying that to like be rude or to like be a bitch, but it's like, do you need help? Like, do you want to talk to somebody? Like, are you really going through something? You just can't talk to anyone about it. So you just would rather take it out on me. Cause if that's what you got to do. You can do that. I've got pretty thick skin. You can try your hardest. It's probably not going to work. And I think the whole kill them with kindness thing is like how I choose to live my day-to-day life because you can say just about anything to me or about me and you can shoot all of what you, whatever you want to, but I promise it will not affect my day-to-day life, my living, um, my breathing, my happiness. It will never affect anything and i think that's what really gets to people was just like oh you're not mad that i no i'm not well also you're saving your own i feel like (laughs) killing kill them with kindness like that mentality because you're right like everyone just throws that around it's one of those buzzwords but i want to bring it back actually today because i feel like we're gonna bring it back because honestly you're saying it for them but you're also saying it for you Mm -hmm. i talk about this in my Mm -hmm. day-to-day life the people around me probably hate me i always say like i don't get angry like, I, I don't get angry because to me, she doesn't. I don't want to walk away from a conversation feeling like I have something to regret. Like, I right. would rather keep my peace and stay kind and stay honest and stay, like, empathetic than get angry and then feel like I have something to apologize for. Like, I would rather live my life feeling like I've given nothing but good that's not to say you shouldn't stick up for yourself. You do. But I just think there's something to be said about, like, if you have to make a choice between choosing kindness and choosing to get mad, choose to be kind. Because at the end of the day, your own peace will thank you for it. Because yeah. you won't live with Because that. if you're angry, you're just going to be bubbling. And that does not feel good to just be And then be you're unhappy. Like, right. that's, I think, the point is, like... It disrupts your whole... Getting angry everything. doesn't solve anything. anything ever. Ever. And I- I think that social media plays a big part because people like get behind the screen and they just say whatever they want. And it's like, you know, Bella and I used to like mess around on TikTok and stuff and like we would just have fun with it and we would do TikTok lives sometimes. And I kind of like try to preach, like make TikToks like when I do about mental health just because I feel like it just, it's, it's not just Instagram, like it should be TikTok yeah. too. 
um, you know, that you always have those people, like, if you do a live on TikTok, I always have those people that would come in and, like, say something ugly about, like, my appearance, like, say something, like, oh, or say something about the way that I talk, like, obviously just coming in there and being rude for whatever reason, because they're sitting in their bed alone, and they have nothing better to do. <laughs> right. And I used to tell them, like, when I scroll on TikTok, and I look at the comments on people's videos, and I look at, like, the lives, like, there's always people in the comments that are rude, and that are putting people down. And I tell that, like, the people, like, you know, like, stay in here and, like, leave me hate comments instead of going to leave someone else hate comments because I can handle it. Yeah. And, and I always told them that. I was like, you know, like, I'm not going to sit here and, like, entertain it. But at the same time, I can handle it, whereas, like, someone else might not be able to. Yeah. So it's like, it, it's like, you know, people, I think we also, we also get caught up, like, our society, like, gets caught up in, like, the way that people view us too much. And it's just like, dude, like, if you're struggling, like, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. Yeah. Like, Get like the help that focus on you. on you and you only. And so it's like anything that anyone says about me or to me or anything, like I'm kind of just like you. I'm just like, okay, like, right, whatever. So, Sticks like, and stones may break my bones, her. but words will never hurt me. Isn't that right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, can we bring that one back too? No, we're not doing that. <laughs> you have to pick one. Only one. Can't no, we're going to go back. with kill him with kindness. Yeah. I feel like we're going to bring it back because honestly – it's true, and the more people that live by that, the better this world will be. I think so. Because this year has been scary with the amount of things that have gone on. And like you were saying... The year just started. It is so cliche, but you you just don't know. Like, mm-hmm. you just don't know because I remember being that person that I was like, I am so close. Like, I, I just remember being in that hole and it was like mm-hmm. no one knew you know no one went out of their way to treat me different because it's not like you wear it on your head of like hey like I'm doing dangerously bad you know you don't wear that so no one treats you differently no, no. wait can you guys still hear us no give it a sec okay <laughs> hey guys sorry I was going are you back oh yeah. they're back yeah. Sorry, guys. I went through that. I was going through that whole thing, too. Basically, um, you know, you don't know. You just don't know what people are going through. And if you have to be kind in order to bite your tongue, do it. Because you just just don't know. Um, So I'm going to be a mental health counselor here in a couple years. What do I need to know about... I don't, I know we're technically the same generation, but, like, I didn't... I was in high school with TikTok. I was not in high school with, like, real, like, influencer type things what do I need to know about y'all's like age right now like tell me like what's it like in high school like what is the atmosphere in relation to mental health there's a standard and if you're not if you're not up to that standard like celebrities you're not good enough really I want to say and to touch on that like I I think I think that we I think that like high school so Bella and I are both virtual because we I just, I'm too anxious to go to school. Yeah. <laughs> and I, so, I'm too sick to go to school. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so we're both virtual, but like I did, you know, like high school, it's just, it's just, you know, you can, you can be so far away from it and still feel like you're in it because it's like people want to involve you in things and right. stuff. But I think, I think that the biggest thing seriously is that like people just th- like, you don't like, they don't think about other people. Like you don't think before you speak, you don't think before you act. And it's like, how like if someone said this to you how would that make you feel right. and i and i think that a lot of times we forget 
that people are struggling like someone can appear fine and be like and like you know have suicidal thoughts someone can Mm -hmm. you know appear fine and and have anything and so it's like even though you know you might just be joking around with like a guy in your class or something or like a girl or whatever it's like even though you think they can handle it, they might not be able to. And I think that we don't, like, I think that the biggest issue is like, nobody puts themselves in, in someone else's shoes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like, they like, kind of like you guys were saying earlier, it's like, sometimes they, they just want to be cool. Like they just want to look cool in front of their friends. They just want to like, you know, make this girl laugh or make that guy laugh. And they end up like seriously hurting someone's feelings. Mm-hmm. I, I think everyone in this generation is like selfish as well. Because with mental health and with, like, being rude and being mean, like, you, if it doesn't hurt you, if it doesn't affect you, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. And that, I would say that's the biggest thing, like, that I, if I can, like, take up, like, when I have kids, when I get older, if I could, like, take away, like, that would be the one thing I say to them. And I would say the other thing I said, like, you don't have to look like celebrities. Like, that's, that's also not real. No. No, like they don't look like that in person. And one, that's not healthy to look like that. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I've said this before on an episode, but I deleted TikTok. I have it for the podcast. I get on it to post our um, reels and reels, And then I get right back off because for me, I felt that. Like I will be on it for like 10 minutes and I'm already like, (laughs) I thought I looked good today. You know, it's it's so powerful in that Mm -hmm. regard. And I feel like, in relation to the empathy thing and like this lack of empathy in this generation, I feel like you teach empathy by being empathetic. I feel like, you know, when you kind of can exude that to the people in your life, they are learning from you. Like we're all learning from each other all the time, whether you want to admit it or not. Like I hung out with, I started hanging out with Aaliyah like a year and a half ago. I do her mannerisms. I didn't like consciously decide. I was like, I'm gonna like do that. I just kind of started to do it, yeah. and we're constantly, and yeah, like we're constantly picking on, um, pu- pulling pieces of other people, and so I feel like you know people who are aware, like, oh, there is a massive empathy gap in this generation. We just have to do it, you know. Like we have to. There are people in life that when you see a problem. Like, you have to be the change you wish to see in the world, even if that means that you're standing, like, alone or people don't understand. Because I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, like, you guys have alluded to, like, feeling alone and, like, you don't want people to feel alone. And it's because you're doing something that not a lot of people are brave enough to do. Exactly. Which is scary. And I know you had some questions about the high school age right now. So what are you thinking? Um, so my, my main question about like high school and I guess like in this era is what do you think the stigma is with mental health and high school students? Like, what do you think, not the disconnect, but what do you think like overarching, what do high schoolers think whenever it comes to mental health? Because I think it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, like I said, I was a dance teacher, so I was around a lot of high school girls, and they were, like, in that peak, like, ninth grade, tenth grade, like, going through it, going through all the shit. Like, what's and the narrative? Like, like yeah, yeah, like, what's what the internal is it script? that it, high schoolers just don't get about mental health or... I want to say that, like, everyone obviously struggles with it, but I would say being in high school, and I would say the part about accepting it, that you, like, actually have it, and the fear of people finding out or the fear of that you're going to be looked at differently and I think it's such a misconception misconception 
<laughs> Misconception. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. That. <laughs> I completely forgot where I was going. But that, you know, it's okay to struggle. Like, and it's nothing to be ashamed of. And I think it's so underplayed in high school and that, oh, you can't, can't be vulnerable. You can't show your feelings. You can't show that you're upset. That yeah. when it comes to accepting the part that you struggle, they don't. Which is why, honestly, I think, like, the suicide rate has gone up is because we don't accept it and we don't get the help that we need. And I think, like, I think that, like, from others' point of view, I think, I think like, you know, the stigma, like, when, when, when high schoolers think about mental health, I think they think about, like, suicide and I think they think about like depression but I also think that there's a part of them that is like oh like they're depressed like you know I I kind of think like maybe like emo comes to their head or like oh they listen to like heavy metal music and they're weird like I don't think that I mean obviously everyone deals with something whether you are like it's just like you went through a breakup and you have a crush on a girl or you just whatever it is I think that you know, I think that people just, it's the denial. It's like, oh, you're depressed, and that means that you're weird, and you do weird things, but at the end of the day, it's like they're sitting in the back of their head questioning if they have it, too. Yeah. And so, it's it's just like, you know, that's what I mean, like, looked down upon. Like, people are just, I feel like, you're not necessarily treated differently, but you're just like, oh, like, she's depressed, like, I'm not going to talk to her. It's just, yeah. it's just something that it's just, it's like, you're almost like put down for having it and it's that's like what we want to stop because I think that there's there's no reason for that so from your perspective it's like people are afraid to say like hey I'm struggling too so let's like shit on people who are saying that they're struggling is that correct basically yeah I mean basically it's just kind of like like okay like you know and, and I feel like it's come around a lot like a lot more recently it's kind of like kind of like weird because it's like when Bella and I started making the account it's like you know when it started getting followers and like getting attention then it was like people who we aren't friends with who like are like oh like we're so proud of you and we're glad that you're doing this and it's like thank you but like you're kind of like someone who was making fun of me for it like that doesn't make me feel good like thanks for being proud but yeah (laughs) that doesn't help yeah right don't text me now that I'm on the better half of it, the better, the better end of it. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, yeah. I love what you guys do so much, um, that when I saw you post the account for the first time, I was like, I have to like, I have to know what this is, whatever it is. Like I have to know. And I loved it so much and I've been following it ever since. Like I, I feel like a proud mom, like listening to the two of you talk, like it really is like, it's so impressive. Like the, the wisdom and like the maturity like it really like comes through and that is the voice of people who've been through some shit to be honest um would you agree yeah yeah so do you have any any thoughts like what do you want to leave our people with and maybe some of yours whoever is listening what do you want to leave them with today um the biggest thing that like we can we really like preach is that you know just remember remembering that you're, you're not alone it's not like it's totally okay to struggle and our, our like slogan which we did not come up with but that we do love and use is like it's a bad day not a bad life so it's like you know like you may have a hard week you may have a hard day today might feel harder than tomorrow but like it's not going to be like this forever and we just we really hope we, we really hope that that people can start being like kinder to each other yeah we also preach a lot about kindness because I mean, it just goes so far, and we just, we really just want this world to be a better place and be more accepting of everyone, yeah. 
one of my mottos for this year, um, considering I went through all the friend drama and all that stuff, is that the people that, you know, love and support you will be there with you through it all, the light and the dark. Um, and my thing would just be surround yourself with people that bring you joy and that are in your corner and that make you happy and that are uplifting and not negative. Yeah. And I always tell, I told Bella this whole time, I said, it, it's like when, she, you know, when you go through things with friends, and I think that especially like at a high school level, it's like if at any point someone who you call a friend acts like any, like something that you go through in your life is an inconvenience to their life, <laughs> that's when you need to be like, this person is not. Like, Start to reevaluate what's really going on. Yeah, well, like we always yes, say, cut it. Exactly. Cut it, cut it off. Cut it, yeah. Cut, cut it. it. Always, yeah. Is there anything that you want to leave the people with, Jessica? There's something I want to leave the people okay. with. Okay, I, I will leave them with this. First of all, <laughs> go ahead and um, plug yourselves. Where can we find you? Where can our people find you? Um, our Instagram is just your mental health is a priority. All one word. Beautiful. Um, that's our mental health Instagram. And then our personals are in the bio of that Instagram. Okay. And they're dropping merch on March 1st. Is that correct? Yes. All right. So I will purchase. I'm just also letting you know that right now. I'm a big fan of you both. Um, we will be supporting. I would not be surprised if you guys should not be surprised if you see them back because I'm a big fan. Yeah. Um, like do like little check-ins. I think yes, that'll be fun. Yes. Um, I want to leave everyone here today with the fact that listen, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how old you are. Um, if you're struggling, it's okay, but don't feel like it's forever. It's okay for now, but it's not okay forever. And don't ever feel like it's something you can't get out of. Surround yourself with really good media, like your Instagram, hopefully like our podcast. Surround <laughs> yourself with things that make you feel like good about yourself. Delete fucking TikTok if you can't get off of the yes. shitty for you pages. <laughs> Listen, if you're looking at those like if New York the wrong City side, bitches. If yeah. you're on the wrong side of TikTok, yeah. just delete it, start over, rethink your interests, and then hit go. Like literally put in <laughs> cute fucking dogs and persons. Yes. And then yeah. be like... so that's what i have to say what do you want to leave everyone with so i want to leave everyone with three things just because like talking with you guys i will literally i don't know if you might be able to tell in the video or like you've been able to tell like zone out randomly like whenever certain things happen and my brain just like jogs and i was just like (laughs) thinking of high school and stuff like that Um, so one thing that I want to leave the people with, I have a friend and she literally goes out of her way and she will ask me like, what has brought you joy today? You should at least do one thing that makes you happy every day. Find one thing that makes you happy and do it every single day. There should be one point out of your entire, like at least 12 hour day that brings you some type of joy. And if not, then you need to start looking at different things to do that will bring you joy. Um, and so in high school, I lost one of my best friends. So that was really rough for me. And then at the end of January, I lost one of my friends, both were just suicide. So it's, you know, really rough. And it was basically exactly 10 years apart. So it was so, so, so weird. And so, um, in high school, she had like left a post on Facebook that it basically was like, don't let the pain in your life destroy you. Let it be the fuel that drives you. And that is one word that I feel like if anyone needs to hear that, that is something to live by. And then I let you read the post, but whenever um, my best friend from middle school passed away, he had written um, something like the very first part that was like, um, if you're reading this, congratulations, you've made it, you're alive. So 
just be grateful for life. Yeah. Like, just be grateful that you're alive. Be grateful that you have people in your life. So, yeah. Yes, that is all. Yeah, for sure. I think pay attention to what people are going through. Yeah, pay attention. People can be be like so happy and so outgoing and just be like, and literally just be like going through it. So, you can't just like take someone's like personality in their day-to-day life at face value it's like deeper than that like sometimes they're them being overjoyed or being so happy there's like reasons for that like they're masking certain things so even like your happiest of friends or like the people that you think are the happiest in your life also probably just need to like talk through things and like get through life yeah it's just like anyone else needs to get through life so just be kind to people. I think we'll situations. have to come back for a part two then. Absolutely. I think we'll have to come back for a part two and, yeah. and talk about this more because I think there's a lot, yeah. there's a lot we can all say, um, about this yeah. subject. Um, so yeah. I would love absolutely. to have you guys back if you yeah. would like yeah, to come back. Yeah. Um, yeah. all right. Without, <laughs> without further ado, it's unscripted. It's unapologetic. It's unlicensed, unlicensed podcast. podcast.